0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: Conversations on Dance is generously made possible by Yumiko. Yumiko creates handmade dancewear for dancers by dancers and for years has been a favorite of students and professionals alike. Recently, we had the opportunity to chat with the founder of this legendary brand, Yumiko Takashima, and hear more about her career as a professional dancer, how she created her first leotard, and how she built the company into the brand we love today. Tune in now to hear her speak with us in episode 153, and visit yumiko.com to browse their incredible catalog of customizable dancewear and ready-to-wear styles. This episode is brought to you by the Town of Vale a sponsor helping to host the Vale Dance Festival in our community.
0: Conversations on Dance would like to take this opportunity to invite you to an evening of dance and music that finds New York City Ballet soloist Troy Schumacher's trailblazing ballet collective collaborating with the groundbreaking orchestral collective, The Knights. Comprised entirely of dancers from the New York City Ballet and featuring world premieres by two of its dancers, Schumacher and Preston Chambly, this evening will build on Ballet Collective's tradition of creating forward-thinking, collaboration-driven art that reflects the world we live in. Hailed by the New York Times as being unforced, experimental, and refreshing, Ballet Collective has been at the forefront of collaborative art for nearly a decade. Don't miss their performances at the Gelsey Kirkland Arts Center in Brooklyn this October 23rd, 25th, and 26th. You can purchase tickets at www.balletcollective.com slash tickets.
1: I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro.
0: And I'm Michael Breeden, and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. This week on Conversations on Dance, we are joined by New York City Ballet dancer, India Bradley. With a history of dance in her family, India began her training in her home state of Michigan. After training at DTH and the School of American Ballet, India was accepted into the New York City Ballet. After just one year in the company, she has proven to be an in-demand talent elsewhere, with a spate of additional performing opportunities that have included the Ashley Bowder Project, Fail Dance Festival, and Ballet Collective. We talked to India about her early experiences at New York City Ballet Experiences with a multitude of side projects and what the leadership transition at New York City Ballet has been like for the newest generation of dancers. Hi, India. Thank you for joining us tonight.
2: <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's my you, interview voice. Yeah. Okay. You're putting on your NPR voice yeah. for us.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you had a long day, but you here you are with us. So we're. We're grateful that you're joining us.
2: Okay, honestly, I didn't have the longest day. I had rehearsal <laughs> at four, four to five, and then five to six, mm-hmm. and that was it. But yeah. it was very hard. But before that, I like went
0: hiking mm-hmm. and stuff like
2: that. Uh-oh. Did you? Yeah.
0: We're you. at the Vale Dance Festival. Let's just yes. say that we're gonna we're gonna circle back round to five. your experiences here. Last year and this year so far. But let's go back to the beginning of uh, your relationship with ballet. How did you first get started in ballet?
2: Well, when I was just a wee, (laughs) um, (laughs) I started dancing because... My mom used to be a dancer. She used to dance with Alvin Ailey a long time ago. And so then when I was little, she Mm -hmm. would always go and like teach random classes or something in Michigan. That's where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And she would bring me with her. And one day, um, this is actually a funny story. One day she was teaching (laughs) a class. And I was like two years old, maybe three. And they had this like outdoor back space where you could like go downstairs, this huge yard. And she said, I got completely naked and I was dancing to the music that she was teaching to. I was like doing my own thing outside, completely naked and dancing. And I thought that was so funny. Still sounds a little like me now. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that's how I like really started. She was like, okay, you're a distraction kind of, and you need something to do while I'm here. So then she was like, just like, go to ballet class or something yeah. or like tap class or jazz class whatever. I wasn't just doing ballet back then. And then yeah, I just never stopped. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: So, uh, you said your mom's a dancer. Where did she, where did she dance?
2: Um, she danced at Alvin Ailey for like I want to say almost 10 years. Maybe it was like 8 or 9, mm-hmm. something like that. And she had my sister, my older sister, and then she went back for a little while, I believe. And then she was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, she was definitely, like, more in the modern scene, mm-hmm. but still, like, same world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, all the same people.
3: So how do you feel like that's affected your dancing and your career, having someone that kind of has been through that before understands what you're doing, <laughs> what you needed in terms of your training?
2: Yeah. Uh well, she she would just like my mom would just move wherever I needed to be for dance because she knew because yeah. she knew that yeah. why that was so necessary and why it was so important. Um, like when I was younger, and I was going to high school, I told her I was like, I'm not going to high school in Michigan mm-hmm. because. I feel like, and this is me when I was, like, 11 or 12, like, going to, like, I guess I was, like, 12, 13. And I was, like, I just feel like (laughs) I need to be in a very strict place where I can get great technique and great ballet training. And my mom was, like, and I was, like, no, really, like, I need to get out of here. Like, there's nowhere else for me to go in Michigan. And so she was, like, we started researching all these different high schools and there is one um, Booker T Washington High School for the Performing and Visual Arts in Dallas, Texas. I went there for a year because we're doing all this research, and they were supposed to be like such a good school. I mean, it is such a good school; it's a really good. I was like, I want to go to Performing Arts High School, and she was like, okay. And it was like the top, like something in the country. Like it was a really good school, and so it was like took a whole bunch to get into, and then I. Got in and I was there. And then I, so she moved with me to, to Dallas, Dallas wow. for like, I don't even think it was a whole year. It might have been a whole year, but I went to the school for like not even the whole year. It was probably like seven months. Right. And then I went to Dance Theater of Harlem summer mm-hmm. course, and they were like, You should come here for the year mm-hmm. all the way. Mm-hmm. Like, just come. And my mom was like, okay. And then we moved from Michigan to Dallas, (coughs) Dallas to New York Mm -hmm. for Dance Theater of Harlem. And at this time I was like, probably 14. And then when um, I was at Dance Theater of Harlem, my teacher Andrea Long, who used to be in City Ballet, Mm -hmm. was like, you need to audition for SAB. And I was like, well it's SAB. (laughs) And (laughs) then I auditioned for SAB that winter. And I got in, and I went there for the summer, and then they were like, okay, like, come for the winter and stay in the dorms. And I was like, okay, mom, I'm going to stay in the dorms. And she was like, okay, I'm going to move to California now, now that you, like, (laughs) finally got everything together. And so, yeah, like, she literally just moved every place that I needed to be, like, when I needed to be there, because I wanted to be a dancer but I think she knew how important it was um that she had to do that in order Mm -hmm. for me to be successful and I think that her parents didn't always do that for her Uh so she because they weren't dancers so they might not have known right and so I felt like she was like okay I'm just gonna do it and it was a lot, but it was really fun. Aww. I'm going to eat a raspberry you know. <laughs> She's so, having a snack of raspberries. I'm having so. a
3: snack.
0: So. After those, that hard two hours you had. I you really just
2: mean? need some raspberries.
0: <laughs> so you said that you weren't, like, when Andrea Long told you to audition, you didn't know what SAB was. So then how did your sort of realization of what SAB was and New York City Ballet <clears throat> um was as an org- organization how did that happen for you
2: um <laughs> it's kind of funny because a long time ago i was like i would tell everybody yeah i'm probably going to be an american ballet theater but i didn't really know what
0: that meant that was
2: <laughs> or what new york city ballet was i probably could have guessed that it was the same exact company Mm -hmm. and if you (laughs) get me started about jko and sab i would have been so lost (laughs) um so i think when i finally found out i it was definitely after i met Andrea long and she was like you need to go to sab and i was like what's sab and she was like that's my ballet school that's where (laughs) i went to um before i got into new york city ballet and i was like okay and then i would like it was right when they had started making all those um, those AOL videos for City Ballet. Oh, yeah. And I was probably like 13 or 14 and I just like would go on YouTube, like literally ask my mother and I would be there for like hours, like looking at all the videos. And I was like, okay, this New York City Ballet is it. I was like, <laughs> they are it. I was like, I don't know what it is, but like that's where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I like started to know, I mean, I watched so many videos, like all the old videos. Like I remember the first time I watched, um, four T's for temperaments and it was like calling Neri mm-hmm. as cleric. Mm-hmm. It was like that video. And I didn't even know who any of those people were, but I was like, that's a ballet. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and it's not like two and a half hours long with five acts. So I yeah. Feel like that. <laughs> and like, a storyline. and, and uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no shade. But, um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, like that's, that's it and then um like all of a sudden people would be telling me like oh you should audition for sab you should audition for sab and i was kind of like okay i think i'm just gonna audition and i still didn't know like i knew some of the teachers from like the videos online that i would watch but i didn't really know like anything about like i didn't know who Kay mazo actually was like who Darcy Kissler actually was. Like, all these people, Jock Soto. Like, I didn't know who they really were, but I just, like, could point them out. And I remember from my summer course audition, I I walked, first of all, let me tell you something. It was stressing me out because it was originally supposed to be in January, and it literally got pushed back, like, four times because of this, it was, like, a really bad snowstorm. Oh, no. This was, like, five years ago, maybe, like, almost six years ago. and. I was getting so antsy because I was like, this is a sign. This is not it. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is just a sign. I should be like not doing this. (laughs) I should be like somewhere else. I don't know. And I was like so nervous. It made me so much more nervous when I went to my audition. And I remember I walked in on the fifth floor at SAB and this guy who I know now is Kevin, Kevin, um, (laughs) was like yelling out like if you are 14 years old or older you should have your point shoes the entire class and I was like oh my god I've never done a whole class on point before I was (sighs) like what am I doing here I was like what is happening like (laughs) I am not ready for this I was like what and then we I remember we got to the I got in the studio, and I was like, okay, I'm, like, number 247. Thank God I'm probably going to be, like, somewhere in the middle, in the back, somewhere, so I can, like, really focus. And I get to the door, and they're like, okay, so we're going to do this by alphabetical order. <laughs> and my name's Bradley, Bradley, so I was the first one oh, in the no. front of the bar, and I was, like, shake, I was, like, holding on the bar, like, oh, my God god and like every combination was on point at bar and i was like oh my god i've never done this many combinations on point before in my life i was so nervous
0: but then you made it but then i made it.
2: it and it was fun And <laughs> summer course was fun and SAV uh, was fun and city valley fun
0: <laughs> so were,
2: were you ever thinking about dance theater of harlem as
3: an option since you were in the school or were you really no you kind of um uh, you wanted to do more
2: classical maybe. i was just like For a long time, because I knew what DTH was for such a long time, because, like I said, my mom was an Ailey, and Mm -hmm. so, so many of her older friends that she's still friends with used to be in Dance Theater of Harlem. Mm Mm-hmm. Or like currently work there or both. Mm-hmm. And so I knew about them for so long and she took me to see like only those two companies when I was right. younger. I mean, they were kind of the only two that came right. they to tour Michigan so often. and they toured so often. So we would always go and it was either <laughs> Ailey or DTH and I was like, Oh my God, like DTH. I don't know why I was always more drawn to ballet.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but like, I guess out of those two, I always even like what, like moved towards DTH more than Ailey a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I want to be a principal dancer and dance at Harlem when I was like seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but then I went there and I, no, nothing happened where I, that made me change my mind. It mm-hmm. was more just like once I found out what SAB was and New York City Ballet was, and like how, like I felt like it was necessary for me to go there. And maybe I didn't really realize this when I was really young, but mm-hmm. now for some reason I can remember being like, I like need to go somewhere else where like I can like stand out and like move have a more successful career career and like it means something not that my career wouldn't mean anything if I had gone to Dance Theater of Harlem but I just feel like in a place where everyone looks like you Mm -hmm. you don't the pressure like I never felt enough pressure Mm -hmm. to make me work hard enough and that's like no one's fault I guess but my own but at SAB I was like Everyone is really good. Everyone is amazing. Everyone wants this like really, really badly. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes to class every single day. Everybody's my age because at Dancer of Harlem, I was dancing with people who were like six, seven, eight, not like 10 years older than me. I was like 15 at the time. And they were like, people were like 25 Mm -hmm. and like 26 years old. I think the youngest person above me might have been like twenty two or Mm -hmm. something like that I don't remember but I was like 15 so at the time I was like that's so old and obviously when I got to SAB and I saw people who were my age that were like really going somewhere because they really really wanted Mm -hmm. to be a professional dancer and like on a greater scale I was like okay I really want that also Mm -hmm. and I was like (laughs) okay so now I'm going to work harder than you and you and you and you <laughs> and you. And it was just more fun that way because I was like, I felt like I had a purpose for like being somewhere. Whereas I felt so at home and relaxed at DTH, which is such a good thing when, I, at for the time of how old I was and like where I was in my life, I was so young and I needed to be like a little sheltered for a little bit. And then SAB was just like, one big old school and they don't care if you decide to stop dancing tomorrow or if you join the company tomorrow, great. But like either one, like it's up to you. They, oh. They're they not going to like force you to do anything. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I just <clears throat> thought that City Ballet would be a better place because I feel like I could really mm-hmm. expand my horizons and try hard and whatnot. not
0: So the city ballet. Sorry for my
2: random accent. I mean, they just kind of come out. You're
0: peppering this conversation with that, and that's fine. (laughs) Sorry. So the city ballet that you were aiming to be in was at that point helmed by Peter Martins, and he chose you to join the company. You were one of the last groups of apprentices chosen by him. Um, But now, since there's been a leadership change, Sean Stafford is the director. Mm -hmm. What's that like? Watching the company undergo this. (laughs) huge shift when you're just starting out at the beginning of your career
2: um it was so weird when we first got it it was me and like seven of my friends got in got our apprenticeships that year that was 2014 sorry 2014 2017 I guess -hmm. um and Peter was still there for like a few months and I can't really explain because I just didn't have that long of an experience with him, which is also a reason why I don't have anything, like, mind-blowing or, like, crazy to say about him or, like, how I've seen, what I've seen or whatever. I just Mm -hmm. didn't have the time or experience to experience much of anything, like, the only thing... I know Peter By is giving me the job, mm-hmm. right? To That's New probably York City p- pretty ballet. much your only experience with him, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we worked with him for workshop, but like even for that, you're a kid and you're just like, I'm gonna try hard and I'm gonna be an apprentice next year, woohoo! And like nothing else, like really, is thought about when you mm. think about Peter Martins at that time. Um, and I feel lucky to be that way because of so many stories that I've heard, I feel lucky to not have been involved or not have even like seen them because I would mm-hmm. rather just like not. Right. Um, but when I first got in, when he was there, it was just kind of like how, I mean, how City Ballet had always been mm-hmm. just like scary, but like funny and like scary and <clears throat>
0: So you don't feel like hard and it's it hasn't been a personal effect that I um, think I was shift. like
2: too young and too last minute to for it to personally affect me that much. Mm-hmm. Like I only spent maybe four months with him mm-hmm. being the director in the co- of the company, mm-hmm. and then he left during my first nutcracker ever, and so. I mean Nutcracker was just Nutcracker. It was mm-hmm. like the show goes on no matter what for Nutcracker. You're thinking
0: about I have thirty two more seconds. Yeah, I was flowers. like, okay,
2: yeah. great. So on this nutcracker, uh, number twenty seven out of fifty, I will be doing like I was like, I don't I don't it just didn't affect me that much. And also because I was so young, I was like, I don't have any roles to be taken away from right. me That's or true. like stuff right. like the things I could actually like hurt me or make me happier like I was so mm. brand new that it didn't necessarily matter mm. who was in charge or who wasn't in charge I was just like I still have to get my core contract so I guess I'm just gonna keep doing the same thing I would have done right if he was here I don't know <laughs> I was like I, still I gotta know. get that contract. I was like still got to get that contract so that's interesting that's yeah. so
3: it's so easy to get hung up on, like, one person and thinking, like, that person gave me my job, and now that he's gone, That's what it, does that I, mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. like with,
0: our, with a lot of transitions, but, right. you know, in our respective company that we were at, yeah. Miami City Valley, a lot of people, even very young people, were very hung up on that mm-hmm. one piece, that one really? detail yeah. that, that I – well, this is the person that gave me my life –
2: so
3: and what, they're gone. what now, oh, yeah.
0: guys? That's
2: not the just, way to you're say you're it is. You're not in your head. No, like that's that. good. It's like also, <laughs> that person didn't give you your life. They give you this opportunity, and like you would. You just, just have to take. You it. just have to take it, and it's from them. But now that they're gone, it's still yours. Mm-hmm. So just keep doing what you've. Been doing
0: that's Buys the only way yourself. you're gonna Let's be put fierce, that on a bumper sticker, India.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
3: so joining the uh the largest company in america really brings inherent challenges or you know fears for how you can stand out in the crowd so how do you right. feel like you've kept your self-confidence up mm-hmm. and kind of helped to work to stand out like you were saying earlier
2: yeah um that can that's actually such a hard one because of everything you just said. Um, <laughs> like it, it is a very large company, and things move very, very fast, mm-hmm. and you know, like for instance, if you get injured and you're out for like Six weeks, which is like no time if mm-hmm. you're like injured and you come back in six weeks. It's, it's like that's such a short amount of time compared to other people, right. but you still miss so many things that happen. I mean, every every day at work, something happens. Mm-hmm. And like, so I think um, that's one thing about like FOMO. Like, you can just <laughs> like miss out on things and you never want to be injured, but sometimes that happens. And there's like, um, and that can, like, really beat down your self-confidence if you right. feel like you're not dancing mm-hmm. and you're not able to, like, prove yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it can just be, like, because you can look at your other friends and be, like, well, they are dancing and they are mm-hmm. proving themselves and they are in class every day. Like, it's, like, real. it can really, like just make you overthink a lot of things and also like what else are you going to do when you're injured like you just Mm -hmm. sit there and think all day totally you know and then um i'm just saying because i was out for not even that long i was out for maybe like two and a half weeks (laughs) my fall season of my of this past year like my first year in the core and i was like my god it's the end of the world (laughs) and we were like about (laughs) to go to shanghai and i was like i was like oh my god if i don't go to shanghai like, ah. And then I ended up being fine. I went to Shanghai and it was fine, but I was just like I need to, it's just like it it yes. can cuz I didn't want to feel like that, but I could feel myself starting to to feel like that, like a little like a little down. Yeah. With myself happening so fast. And it just yeah. Yeah. Um and then also like you I one thing when you first get in the company, which is so overwhelming, which is also one thing when I first came to Vail last year, cause it was kind of the same like energy. Um, when I first got in the company, I was surprised at how many people were so nice. And so um, outgoing and talkative and funny and like, just like hilarious to be around and so nice to be around. Uh, <clears throat> um, but then you see them in class Or like rehearsal or something, you're like, Jesus Christ, she is so good. And like, I don't dance like that and I can't do that or like stuff like that. You're just like, I don't know. I mean, the first few months in the company were really, I think for a lot of people is really hard. But for me, it was really hard. And I don't know if it showed on the outside at all. But I was like, I just don't. I don't have the stamina that these people have. I don't have, like, the strength that these people have, like, the pirouettes that these people have. Like, I just don't have it. And I would, like, try not to think about that, but then you would, like, have a bad class or a bad rehearsal or something, and then it just, like, really – you start to think about those things that you know or that you think you know about yourself and, like, compare yourself to other people. And I just had to be, like, okay – take a second and realize that every single person in New York City Ballet is so different and that's why New York City Ballet is so special because they have so many dancers that are literally no one dance this dances the same way Mm -hmm. which can also be a problem because sometimes we don't always stay in a straight line but anyways (laughs) it's just what's so magical about it is that you look at everyone and everybody looks so different but everybody looks amazing Mm -hmm. and I was like okay like I don't do five pirouettes every single day, but like, that's fun. I love my doubles. I love my doubles. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, okay, like, I can just, like, do some Pilates, like, make myself, like, stronger. But, like, I don't have to look like – I'm not going to look like that person because I'm not that person, and that person also has flaws. Who's that
0: person, India? I don't know. (laughs) I was just,
2: like, thinking, like, my little self and as an apprentice, like, the first two weeks in the back of class, like, wow, everyone can do that and I can't and I was just like it It wasn't like I didn't get like sad about it I was just like really like what should I do like I was like so like I'm never going to make it if I don't figure out how to like be as good as everyone else and I was like wait it's literally not about anybody else it's just about yourself I had like but it, one of those moments and, and it's also like, good to okay. remember that all of those people have had these thoughts that you've had yeah and then also I was like um, what did I say earlier because I was like Everybody goes through the same thing, but everybody also had to go through like, I mean, I think everyone improves when they get in the company also, which I didn't realize was Mm -hmm. a thing until after I spent a a decent amount of time Mm -hmm. in the company. And I was like, okay, I can do that ballet way better than I could like eight months ago. And what I learned a lot from just like my first two years being in the company is that you do, you improve so much and It's in a different way than when you're in the school. And I just had to figure that out myself because when you're in the school, you're like, everything is pretty much based off of class because that's all you really do at SAB. You don't really perform that much, which is good. But when you're in class and you have a bad class, you're like, oh, my God, like I had such a bad class. This is such a bad day blah, 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 like, I couldn't do, I wasn't on my, whatever the case was, and then you get in the company, and it's like, no one cares if, like, you fell out of something in class. It's like, you have a show every single night right. for the next six weeks, and, like, that's what's important. Not that your technique isn't important, because it very much is, but, like, you under, you start to understand, like, your priorities. There's
3: so much more to There's it. so
2: much more to ballet than, like, what you fell out of in class, mm-hmm. and I think it took me, like, the first few months of being in the company to realize that and realize that performing is actually like what helps everyone improve so much because you, you know, actually I don't know why it helps you improve so much. I just know that it does. I have a
0: theory though, but like the the ballets that you you guys are doing are just (laughs) like, sometimes it's like, I mean, it's like the ultimate class, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. I mean, when we did square dance, it's just Uh-oh. like you're going to be exactly. in the best Lego, exactly. So when you're doing TPC2, Tchaikovsky Piano Concerto number two, right. for the women, that is just like crazy. That is exactly technique. the ballet
2: I had in mind when yeah. I was like, oh, I yeah. did it. And then the first time, and I was like, oh my God, I that am day. not cut out for this job. <laughs> and then the second time, we just did in Saratoga, and I was like, Okay, that wasn't that bad. Like I was like, okay, like I didn't feel like I was gonna throw up at the end, like the first wasn't time. Wasn't it the most fun valley ever? I love I it. actually love PC two, but yeah. the first time we did it I was like I could quit now and be happy. (laughs) I was like, this is hard. I was like, this is no joke. Mm. I was like, this... um, You wait for that square dance life, girl. It's coming for you. I don't know if square dance is coming for me, but we'll see. I don't
0: know Are you? you, What's your size? What do they consider? You medium or small?
2: I am a short girl. You're a short girl. And you would think not because I don't look that short. I don't feel short, but... (laughs) persons <laughs> like, you have long legs. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so but then I like stand up against like Miriam and I'm like, oh, hey, Miriam, you're actually so much taller than me. But also, um, I, I think I can, I think I've done, but my first tall girl role was um, actually um, third movement BZ. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And only tall girls do that. Mm-hmm. So then when I was on casting for that, I was like, oh my God.
3: I'm a, I'm a tall girl too wait that's good uh, that's the best i was in that sweet spot too that you mm-hmm. can go either way oh it's i'm like, so either way but most great. of the
2: time i do short mm-hmm. stuff like i don't do tall stuff often yeah um but it's great because they can slot you in whatever they need it's or... really nice mm-hmm. until it comes to like nutcracker and you do short girl snow and then it's a like, lot harder. just kidding yeah. yeah. Short girl snow. Well, Sorry.
3: actually, have you done tall girl snow yet? I've never done tall girl snow. But s- when you do it, you let me know because those girls never leave the stage. It's such a debate all oh, the time.
2: I'm always like, y'all. <laughs> I've done both and I will tell you. <laughs> okay. I completely get I love it. These arguments. <laughs> but when, you, I love this argument, too, because I'm always like, you guys, it doesn't matter. But like, do you have four entrances? No. And they're like, but we stay on stage like the whole time. We come out. And I'm like, I get it. But I'd rather go Stay, go on like halfway through the ballet and stay on then be on and off and on and off and on and off and on 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 on
3: well that's my debate we'll see I always like doing short girls more
2: it's way more fun short girls is so fun the steps are just so pretty yeah sorry tall girls
3: No. sorry tall girls
2: these the end of these raspberries are
0: for wrong it's yeah we'll take happening. them out of your way Thank wait they're... so i do feel like you know full disclosure feel? i've worked with you <laughs> at <Ballet> yeah
2: <laughs> yeah you did
0: and um you've definitely like found a level of comfort and a voice in the studio and it's something that i You know if you think about ballet as like this stifling thing where we're taught not to be we're taught to be seen and not heard but you're very direct and frank in the studio you if you have a question you're going to ask it if you don't feel comfortable with the step you're going to inquire as to why we're doing it you know so do you think that that is this something like are you just you're like I'm just being me or do you think that ballet has some sort of like baked in subservience that we need to get rid of
2: Wow. I've never even thought about it, like how you just said it. (laughs) Um, Wow. That was so well said, Michael. I mean, I am clapping right now, everybody. Um, Well, I've I've never thought about it that way. I literally am just like, listen, listen what was that? Cause I didn't catch that last step and I need to know it. And the only way I'm going to know it is if you do it again. <laughs> it's like that simple. I'm like, I, cause I, I don't ever, I don't think that I'm like a disrespectful person in the studio. I would never try to be ever. Um, but I also, I, I, okay. I don't know if I would call myself outspoken. I liked to say what I think is necessary to say mm. but I don't like to just blabber all day either because those kind of people aren't fun. <laughs> um But like <laughs> if I'm in rehearsal and somebody's like I don't know if everybody okay this happens all the time. Everybody's asking each other the same question. Wait what count do we go on? What count do we go on? What count do we go on? We go on? And I'm like you I don't know. And I guess because I don't like raise my hand and go, Excuse me. I'm just like, Hey, um, what count do we go on? I don't know. I'm just like, It just shouldn't be that big of a deal for a, right. a dancer to if speak up. If you're that. the one doing the job anyway. Right. Is, yeah. So you need to know the answer. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, Pipple. I like it. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. I know, I know what you're <laughs> referring to. I just, I also just like to keep things fun and airy. <laughs> <laughs> so every now and again, huh. I'll just have a funny question for the front of the room. So
0: I'm going to throw another, you know, thought provoker in here.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) City Ballet now, most of the ballet masters are people who hadn't worked with Balanchine Mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does that make your generation view Balanchine's legacy and Balanchine's works differently? Like, do you feel like it's something more of the past?
2: Uh... No, not at all. Uh, I'm trying to think if we like, I think that, I mean, my friends and I anyways, like respect, like bow down, (laughs) respected so much because especially when you get in the company and you do the work and realize like everything you've been watching all your life is actually the hardest thing You've ever physically done. Mm-hmm. And like, it's such a. Whenever you like have to switch from it being like a physical, all physical strength to like literally, I can only get through this if I do not think about anything else than doing it. Mm-hmm. And it becomes right. like a mental thing. Mm-hmm. You automatically gain so much respect for whatever it is, whoever made it, whoever was involved, I think. And that's why like PC2 for me was like. A revolutionary. I mean, even Nutcracker, because everything Mm -hmm. at Nutcracker looks so magical, but every role in Nutcracker is so hard. Oh yeah, in Balanchine's Nutcracker, Mm -hmm. and so I remember watching it. Like, wow, I can't wait to do Nutcracker. And then I was doing it, and like the for everybody calls it like it's like one a day where like Rosemary comes in. You have like it's just one specific day where you they there's like snow rehearsals but there's a and b cast and if you're both cast which if you're a short girl and an apprentice you most likely will be of snow you have to do it four times because she'll run she'll run it and stop in between once and then she'll run it again and then b cast will come in and do the same thing and then run it again okay. so if you're both cast you're dying
0: that's so just day of death it was so. like
2: one of those days and when you're an apprentice you can't mark Exactly. And when you're an apprentice, it's full out every single time. I mean, no part is like a mark. like You have to do it. There's just no option. And so I remember it was like second day of rehearsals for Nutcracker and I was like, I like need to call my mom or dad or sister or somebody and or maybe god himself and just be like listen i cannot do this anymore (laughs) like i was like and i've heard multiple people in city ballet say like after that rehearsal you're just kind of like i don't know if i can do this job because it's just so hard and i think it's not about like I have so much respect for Balanchine because he made everything so brutally hard. It's just like you realize the effort and time that people put into something that looks so amazing to the audience's eye because all you've done is watch it your whole life and then when you get to do it and you realize that you're putting in all this hard work for people to just sit and like pay to sit and see you and like Mm -hmm. smile and like have a good time. It like makes you respect it so much more than if you than before i had danced any of it before i mean Mm -hmm. especially like stuff that is like really really difficult Mm -hmm. and the ballet masters at city ballet now i mean they're what is this like two generations removed Mm -hmm. um and so i mean except for rosemary Mm -hmm. and that's it
0: jp and christine redpath they don't do the uh, did JP? do they though? They just Christine mostly do
2: Christine and JP Robins. are mostly and pretty much Robbins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in terms of balancing, Rosemary is literally the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, other than like the teachers from SAB will come in sometimes mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, help with the principals or something on a certain role. But I just, I feel like the people who... The people who came after Balanchine that put these people who are now in charge in charge must have felt something from them that where they could trust them enough to do their to take it on. Yeah. And like I just have to trust that like there's nothing for me to do about it. And I think I, I mean, I think it's amazing that it's still this I mean, that New York City Ballet is still holding itself together after like Mm -hmm. everything we've been through and like the ballet masters I mean the dancers obviously had so much to do with it but the ballet masters is is like they're like our mother and fathers they're like how we go on stage Mm -hmm. like and that's the biggest part of when everything's falling apart we still have to look good on stage Mm -hmm. so yeah and I think that's impressive yeah because we went through a lot you know yeah (laughs) So we want to talk a little bit about Veil Dance Festival. <coughs> Last
3: year was your first year here.
2: Oh my god! Wait, I was just talking for so long. That's okay.
3: Oh, okay, That's, we're on That's a podcast where we talk. India. I
2: know, but like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god,
3: you're out of Let breath. Me take a beer. I mean, I mean, we are in it's the Veil. It's above.
0: Altitude. It's, it's above for you. level.
3: It's certainly above by. you by a few okay I'm ready All right. what were you saying so tell us about how your opportunity to come here last year for your first year came about
2: oh my god it was so weird <laughs> I can literally tell you so quickly I checked my email it was like midnight and I had an email in my inbox from Damon Wetzel and I was like this is really weird. Um, I thought it was, like, one of those things that you get a mass email yeah. from, like, somebody about, like, a like a luncheon or something right, right, like that. Right, right. And I was like, Damien Wetzel, what does he want? Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, dear and dear Bradley, we would like to invite you to a Vail Dance Festival. And I was kind of like – my first immediate thought was, oh, this is, f- like, this is for Indiana, like, who I work with. I was like, yeah. oh, shoot. Like, they – messed up I was like that's so annoying people do that all the time like Jennifer Garner called me Indiana Woodward yesterday I was like, like it happens all the time uh-huh. so I was like I was like oh no this is so embarrassing and then I was like <laughs> I kind of like read it over a lot and I was like okay I should really figure out what's happening and then I think I ran into Heather like two days later and I hadn't responded to Damien's email yet and she was like, are you excited to come to Vail? And I was like, me? And she was like, yes, duh. <laughs> like, did you not get the email? <laughs> and I was like, okay, so that was for real. Um, and then I think I went home and I was like, thank you, Timmy, so much. I'm so excited to join you at Vail Dance Festival. <laughs> um, but I did. I thought it was so weird because I was in a, I was after my apprentice year mm-hmm. and I was like, this is so like, I had felt so early to be like going. I was like, what am I gonna do? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do I'm gonna here. Dance a yeah. Lot. <laughs> Which brings me to what I meant to say earlier uh-huh. that compares how I felt when I first got to City Ballet and how I felt when I first got to Vail. Mm-hmm. It was a little similar because even though I had spent a whole year at City Ballet and I had gotten really comfortable with a lot of people that I didn't even expect to be comfortable with at work. I came to Vail at the end of last summer and I'd done like seven different gigs and I was like kind of burned out and I was like, I'm never doing that again, but it was my first summer and I was like, oh my God, hashtag gig life. (laughs) And then I got to Vail and I was like, I just remember being in the studio and I was like, okay, so here we have Tyler Peck, James Whiteside, Bella, Bullston, um, Lauren Lovett, um, Aji from Lines Ballet, who was probably the most incredible, like, moving human you've ever seen in your entire life. Mm-hmm. She's, like, six foot, like, 57. Um, <laughs> who else? Like, every, I mean, every, Cassie from ABT, um, who, who else was even, I mean, like, everyone. There were so many people in the studio, and it was the first day of class, and I remember being like, what, Calvin, like, everybody, I was just like, where am I, I don't know and everyone the thing that is so crazy is that everyone was so kind and so funny and so like supportive like I was just like so happy to be there but also like I don't really know why I'm like I was just kind of like I don't know I was like 19 I was like what am I doing here like Heather why did you (laughs) why did you and Damien choose to like make me come here I was like this is so intimidating you know um but then after I don't know you just kind of like realize you, I think for me I just always it's always a shock when I walk into a room like that and then I just have to remind myself like if you are here then you're supposed to be here like it's not a mistake so just chill out like calm down take a chill pill you know and then you'll be fine. And then I was like, fine. But its it was really crazy to be here last year. Yeah. But it was so fun. Oh my God. So, it was what so are you fun.
0: most looking forward to this year then?
2: This year. Okay. Actually, I'm so excited about this Cunningham piece that we're doing with Mel- Mrs. Too Good, Melissa Too Good. Um, <laughs> if she hears it, she will laugh so hard. She's like, don't call me Mrs. Too Good. Um, but she's so incredible. She teaches us like people i mean straight up ballerinas who have done probably twice in their entire lives a cunningham like anything and last year we worked with her and then this year um we're doing another one um another piece by cunningham and i'm so excited for it because it's just so fun like it's so fun and melissa's so like easy to work with i mean never stressed like her stress level is literally always zero Mm -hmm. and she has like the cutest baby named hudson and uh, her husband they're all just so cute and we've already finished the ballet and it doesn't go until like later this week Mm -hmm. and she's just like chilling she's like yeah guys okay well let's just run it all the way through. And, like, never have you ever seen everybody so positive about running something full uh-huh. out all the way through. We're uh-huh. all like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, do you want to do it again? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For sure, for <laughs> That's sure. That's awesome. Uh-huh. But, like, also you, like, want to do it a lot because we're not used to Cunningham. Mm-hmm. That That we're, like, in order for this to actually look good I and, like, good. me know what I'm doing. I have to do this like six times a day. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, we're looking forward to seeing it. No, yeah, I'm so excited.
3: (laughs) So
0: we're at the final portion of our interview. The lightning round. The lightning round where we're going to ask you short questions and you have to respond. Like answer them off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh
2: my God, wait. (laughs)
0: Like India, what was the opening night program at New York City Ballet?
2: Okay, Michael, that's not funny. You (laughs) don't know the answer to
0: that. (laughs) Okay, so India, what's what's your favorite ballet?
2: Um... Shoot, that's such a hard one. I'll pick a few. Okay, okay, a few. okay. Um uh Honestly, Nutcracker is like top five and for some beautiful. reason. It's like really, it's just yeah. such it's a beautiful it's a ballet. ballet yeah. um uh, four Ts, dual Concertant Oh my uh-huh. god, dual concertant for sure. The, short, the yeah. cage. I really want to be the Oh my god, <laughs> I love her. Um that's a Jerome Robbins, everybody, in case you don't know her. Um
0: India mixing it up for us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um glass pieces uh, lab and um what's another one on my list i have a list it's written down um do you really yeah i'm not kidding uh probably like agon mm. i yeah. love agon that sounds right dream Roll. um probably do a concertant mm. or Ugh. uh i don't know like Maybe square dance now that we're talking okay, about. It. Literally no. I mean, <laughs> like I, I really love watching square dance, but I would not. I just wouldn't say that it's my dream role. You know. No oh, Ruby Rubies. Ever- Rubies. Oh tall girl yes. But that's where I'm like, I don't know if I'm a tall girl or a short girl. You know. We'll just
0: get you a smaller calf. Yeah, we'll yeah. get you some. Some. We'll see. Short okay. ladies. You have long legs. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Who is your dream partner?
2: Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> myself um no uh i don't know uh, were, i saw you partnering- oh my god Jules, Jules, maybe in the company i would love to do like a principal role like partnered ballet with him he's so cute and so good wait who? what were you about to say
0: i, was, I said i was gonna say i saw you partnering a sandwich on instagram
2: <laughs> <laughs> with alec yeah Alec is my dream role for sure. Alec <laughs> is my dream role.
0: Your dream role? You're going to portray Alec Definite, in a ballet by Theo Bradley? Yes, for sure. In Studio Three. <laughs> okay, if I don't all like this topic. Available.
2: Let's move on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, our last one is choreographer you most want to work for or work with?
2: Um, honestly, right now I'm working with Tyler Peck for her new piece and I love it with an A. Love it because it's so musical it's so fun to dance it feels good to dance and i love something that's musical because you just feel like it makes sense you know yeah um so that's definitely one shout out to tp um but probably like red Mansky because he's at city ballet all the time but i've just not recently, since I've been in the company, has It'll he happen. really made anything yeah, new? A
0: minute, Odessa. I think he's com- Oh, year. he's
2: coming. This oh yeah, fall. New
0: Romansky. Yeah. or is it this fall? Well, it premieres in the, in the winter or spring. Oh, I, was, I think
2: they start in the fall, and I don't.
0: I was trolling your website recently. So <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> trying to find out what stalker. programs I was gonna <laughs> go to. <laughs> it's
2: crazy stalker, Michael. <laughs> no, yeah, Romansky. <laughs> probably. I mean, I just yeah. love the ballets Alexi's that he's amazing. made from First um, <laughs> City Ballet. Yeah, he's awesome. Like Pictures is one of my favorite ballets (laughs) ever so yeah thanks india this was so much fun thank you thank you did you like that
0: (laughs) it was good india
1: thank you for joining us this week if you would like to support the conversations on dance podcast there are a few ways that you can help click over to apple podcasts and leave us a review download episodes when you listen to allow our analytics to better understand our listenership Join our Facebook group, Conversations on Dance, Friends of the Pod, or you can offer a donation. Conversations on Dance has always been and will always be free to our listeners. You can help us continue to create and produce this unique behind-the-curtain look at the dance world by visiting conversationsondancepod.com. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week.